lot more on the line tonight than just surviving and advancing. I'll explain why. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right before I started recording this, Hofstra beat Rutgers. So if the Bearcats win tonight, they will get another home game in the NIT. Thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including right here on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow it to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day. Right here on Lockdown Bearcats, we are, of course, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Cincinnati taking out Virginia Tech tonight in the first round of the NIT. 9 o'clock tip from Fifth Third Arena. That game can be seen on ESPN2, heard on 700 W. LW. There's a lot more on the line tonight than just surviving and advancing. And surviving and advancing does apply to the NIT. Fun fact, that phrase was coined 40 years ago, right around this time, when NC State made that memorable run in the 1983 NCAA tournament. So the Cincinnati Bearcats, there's a lot of things I want to see from them in this game. And more than just if they win, they advance. If, If they lose, they're out. But how will the Bearcats perform in this environment? Because there are things I want to see, like how does this, who is here to compete? Is the entire team here to compete? Is the, are are the seniors just here to compete? Like who is, who's here to play? How do guys like Micah Adams-Woods, Jeremiah Davenport, Landers Nolly perform? Guys who, have never played in a postseason game beyond the conference tournament. Guys who are on the fence about coming back next year. For Adams Woods and Davenport, this is their first game beyond the conference tournament. Landers Nolly has played in the NIT before. He's won an NIT with Memphis. He's played in the NCAA tournament. But for guys like Micah Adams Woods and Jeremiah Davenport, who aren't used to playing basketball this time of year, Keep in mind, the NIT is only one rung below the NCAA. The conference tournament is basically an annexation of the regular season. This is now the postseason. This is now the NCAA. This is now the, I mean, this is the, the, what, we want to call it the small dance? Okay, we'll call it the small dance, the NIT. But there is still a lot riding on this. How do the young guys respond? Do they succumb to the postseason pressure? I'm talking about guys like Victor Lockett, who's never played in, in a game like this. I'm talking about a guy like um, Dan Skillings Jr. I'm talking about other players like Odio Guama, guys who aren't used to playing on this stage. It's not as big as the big dance, but it is still a it's still a palpable stage. And there's a reason why the Bearcats wanted to play in this. Because they, they believe they can still compete, get better, and prepare themselves for the Big 12 
and for next year in the tournament. Are the Bearcats actually here to play? Because they're facing a really good team tonight. And they keep winning. How's the crowd going to be? Is it going to be like a regular season home game? Wes Miller echoing yesterday in his press conference how he wanted, you know, a crowd like the home game. What a thrill for David DeJulius. He gets to play in another home game. The Bearcats come out asserting themselves. Do they start flipping the script in these kinds of games? This is a big game. You win, you advance, you lose, you're done. Like conference tournament, you can lose and still go to the NCAA tournament. Conference tournament, you can or NC or, or um conference tournament, you can go to the NIT. But your season ends in either the NCAA tournament or the the NIT. Only one team wins each tournament. So the Bearcats have to start flipping the script in these kinds of games. This is kind of an opportunity to reset themselves. Regular season conference tournament are done. That's how I look at this. There is an opportunity here for Cincinnati to compete and get better. Coming up, a look inside the matchup with Virginia Tech plus my score predictions. We'll do all of that after I tell you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. You see, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers, excuse me, get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Excuse me, that's bonus bets back. Excuse me, geez, if your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three strain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash lockdown. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Grab your bracket and go listen to the Lockdown College Basketball Bracket Breakdown with national analysis and, in the, and the insights from our local experts, the Lockdown College Basketball Bracket Breakdown is everything you need to make the most informed decisions on your bracket. Find the episode on Locked On College Basketball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Alex Frank back with you, your host each and every day, right here on Locked On Bearcats. So the Bearcats in Virginia Tech, it, it, it is, it, it's kind of a very similar matchup because familiar matchup because you always feel like the Bearcats play Virginia Tech, whether it be in a bowl game whether it be in, you know, in this case, the NIT. And in a postseason game, you feel like the Bearcats always end up playing Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, the five seed. Let's take a look at the matchup tonight. Let's take a look at the Virginia Tech Hoagies. This is the 31st time these two teams have met. Virginia Tech leads the series 18-12, to 12, which I'm shocked at. Uh, these two teams, though, have not met since 1991. So, a long time it's been since these two teams have met. Virginia Tech this year, really an interesting season. Defending ACC Tournament champions. Remember last year, under head coach Mike Young, they won the ACC Tournament and earned a 10 seed into the NCAA Tournament. They lost this year in the second round of the ACC Tournament, 97-77 to NC State. NC State made the NCAA Tournament. They are an 11 seed. But the Hoagies... What's interesting about them is 
Like the Bearcats, they've been a team of streaks all season. They won 11 of the first 12 games. They dropped the next seven and the first, including that was their first seven ACC games. But look at the margins of the games. All of them were by 10 points or less, two losses by two points, one by one point, and then one by three, four, and five points each. Now, they did rebound after losing their first seven conference games to go eight and five the rest of the way in the ACC, but they're coming off a 20-point loss to NC State in the ACC tournament. How does that fare? They have four double-digit scores. They're third in the conference in shooting percentage. They're fifth in the conference in three-point field goal percentage. Two of their top three guys are shooting above 50%. They've got two players with 125 or more assists. Sean Padula is their leading free-throw shooter, 85.9%. Defensively, they're fourth in the ACC in scoring defense at just under 70 points a game. Key players to watch tonight for Virginia Tech. You've got their leading scorer, Grant Basile, at 16.4 points a game, and he is a 52.3% shooter from the field. He shoots 39.3% from three, 70.8% from the from the line. Sean Padula, 15.2 points per game, 41.9% shooting from the field, and then just admits 150 assists but 90 turnovers, does lead the team in steals with 48, 13.2 points per game, 56.1% from the floor, and is a good free and is questions of that. He's also their leading rebounder at 7.4. So those are the key players to watch for on Virginia Tech. Let's get to my keys to the game. Number one, be assertive, be aggressive. This is a big game. This is a 5-4 matchup. Bearcats just played in a 5-4 matchup last week. They didn't come out really assertive, but they were assertive after being down what was it, 16 to 6 and outscoring Temple 78 to 38 the rest of the way. I'm not sure if that's going to fly in this game, though. Number two, you got to limit the turnovers. Last two times the Bearcats have lost. They've had trouble maintaining the ball. If they are able to keep possession of the ball tonight, they should be in a good position to win the game. That's what always wins games this time of year, even in the NIT. And the number three free throw shooting. You can't go 16 of 28 from the line in this game. This is a tournament game. There is a lot riding on this. This is survive in advance. These teams that are in this tournament are in because they didn't do enough to get the NCAA tournament. You really don't know how they're going to come out. Some might be angry and play with a chip on their shoulder. Some may not be as angry, but they're still here to compete. I think Cincinnati does get the win tonight, 69-63. to I think playing at home plays to their advantage. And if they win tonight, they will get a second home game this weekend against Hofstra. That could be a golden opportunity for the Bearcats to advance to the Elite Eight of the NIT. Who knows? Maybe even get another home game in the NIT quarterfinals. Coming up, why the more I read and hear things about Scott Satterfield, the more I like him. I'll explain after we hear from two of our sponsors. So, Scott Satterfield, Bearcats are three spring practices in. They're off this week. They're back next week. I really like what he's doing. You know what's interesting to me and Justin Williams, season piece he wrote on him, he has that down-home accent from North Carolina. He noted that in his piece he wrote in The Athletic, which I highly recommend going to read. I like what the players are saying. I think that piece that Justin Williams wrote was really, really, was, was really insightful into the kind of head coach Satterfield is, the kind of man he is, talked about his even keel, 
that can be taken multiple different ways. But here's a guy whose even keel could be used to his advantage because this team is in a rebuild, because there are going to be lows. There also could be highs, but how they, how the Bearcats go about those, that even keel tenor of Scott Satterfield, that's going to be key. And, and every coach can have that. Every coach, everybody can say, excuse me, that a coach can have that, but it's another thing to display it. You hear what the players say. Deshaun Pace says the staff is more about the players than the previous staff was, and that's, I guess, great to hear, but you never really know until the season starts. And who knows, maybe because there's a lot of adrenaline, a lot of excitement with a first-year head coach. But we'll see. And there may still be some resentment towards Luke Fickle leaving. We'll see. I don't know if I 100% believe what Deshaun says and that this staff is more for the players, but I'm into seeing if if that's true. That aside, I read Justin's piece in, in that Scott Satterfield doesn't cuss. I don't know if that's true. But if it is, I actually like that. Because Satterfield said when he worked in construction as a kid that it lost its meaning when he heard it every other word. I mean, I joke to people every word I hear in the newsroom starts with FS or G. I don't think I've cursed as much since probably I started to make it. That's a long, I mean, that's crazy to think about. Working his way up from the scout team quarterback to starting quarterback. He's gutsy. He's got a quiet confidence. He's the type of coach you don't want to let down. That's how I view him. You may not think that going from insurance salesman to head coach means something. Satterfield was an insurance salesman in 1996. Or going from a walk-on scout team quarterback at App State to starting quarterback, that that doesn't mean anything. But to me, it does. Hard work. This guy is going to be scrappy. He's going to be hardworking. Exactly the man the Bearcats need going into the Big 12. Much more on that as we continue through spring practice. And I'm going to ask you to do this. Don't let what happened around him at Louisville prevent you from giving him a chance at Cincinnati. Because I don't think what happened at Louisville was all because of him. I think there were a lot of things around him he couldn't control. And kudos to him for keeping that even-keeled tenor that has always served him well throughout his career and his life. All right, so here's what we're going to do tomorrow. I'm not going to do a show for tomorrow morning. Instead, Russ and I will be live tomorrow afternoon recapping the game uh, in our weekly live room. That will be tomorrow's show. Um, still working on something for Friday and next Monday. Hopefully we'll get Neil Meyer from the front office news back on. He wasn't able to come on this Monday due to travel. That's okay. Um, I'll be covering the NCAA tournament here in Columbus for Lockdown Bearcats this weekend. Really looking forward to that. There's four really good games on on Sun, on Friday. And just looking forward to meeting people and making connections and networking. Neil and I were talking about that. Uh, Neil Meyer and I were talking about that earlier this week. He was at the conference tournament. He met a lot of people. I'm excited to do the same thing here in Columbus this week and eat some good food. Um, and that, as they say, is that. I'm on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's and an ATI. Instagram, Alex Frank, now underscore an email, alex3frankiegmail.com. And thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. How about for your second listen? You check out our brand new podcast, Lockdown College Basketball Experts, Isaac Shade and Andy Patton, bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Lockdown College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. For Lockdown Bearcats, 
excuse me, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. If you're going to the game tonight, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please choose a designated driver. Hashtag not sponsored. If you're watching the game tonight, wherever you are, please stay safe. Enjoy it. And I will be back with you tomorrow with Russ right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.